fuck, I don't give a shit Now that we're agreed, let's get on to it Plug this fucking podcast, people to your ears Our coming exciting to bring you all to tears Let me introduce the guys who host the show One is big and beefy, the other skin and bones Who cares podcast? With Jackson and Mark, who cares podcast? With Jackson and Mark, This song brings me back to 26 Beers and Paranoid shows. Oh yeah, that was a long time ago. 26 Beers used to cover this. 26 Beers was a, a band that played alongside your old band, Paranoid. Uh, you shared a drummer, and uh, through him I'm sure you shared many STDs. No. <laughs> we shared a lot of women. That's so STDs. It's an awesome song. can't play the whole song. It's only a minute and 51 seconds, though. Yeah. But anyway, so in case you haven't noticed, uh, <laughs> we're getting a little spooky today on uh, spooky. the Who Cares podcast. Yes. With Jackson and Mark. I'm Jackson. And I'm Mark. <laughs> God damn, why do you keep doing that to me? <laughs> I think you're faking it at this point. I'm really not, because but... you say you're Jackson first, <laughs> and it fucks me all up. <laughs> I'm Jackson. <laughs> yes, yes. I don't ever want to be you. Not even for Halloween. Halloween. But you know what it is? I was thinking about it because I've been getting ready for the big day uh, <laughs> all we all month long. The big day is Halloween. Yes. By the way, how was your anniversary? Is that coming up? <laughs> it's tomorrow. Oh. <laughs> we have nothing planned. We're not going to do anything for it as far as I know. And I don't care. Hey, we might be going I mean, to I the, do um, care. I love my wife. And we might be going to the Halloween together. Scream Fest up in... Uh, Canopy Lake Park. Park. In Canopy Lake Park yeah. in New Hampshire. That's halloween and anniversary it Yeah, it'll be fun. It'll be fun. But anyway, the last like couple of weeks I've been like... it's I'm, like, I've been up all night putting together shit, getting things ready. I'm going to be doing it for the first time, doing a big Halloween thing at my apartment, which I usually do at my mom's house but uh you know being alone at night and tinkering with like these old halloween things because a lot of the decorations and stuff that i have is like shit that i've had since i was like a little kid but what i realized was you're talking about halloween so i'm gonna play halloween sons but what occurred to me was it really like everybody loves halloween and i think we all love it for kind of the same reason because of all the holidays it's really the only one that takes us i think truly takes us back to being a kid again like, even more so than Christmas. Do you know what I mean? Oh, it definitely does. I mean, I yeah, fucking, I remember Halloween. Because everybody, like, <laughs> that overtly, so you say Christmas is the one that makes you feel like a kid again because of all the toys and presents and stuff. But it doesn't really have that effect on me. But Halloween totally does because everything about it is so immature. And it's all about candy and putting on costumes. Like, Christmas has, like, this this idea of, like, values and, like, family togetherness, which is not childlike in any sense of, sense of the word. But Halloween is literally all about the most pointless, childish bullshit. And, and dress I think, it up like an idiot. <laughs> yeah, you dress up like a cartoon character and you eat candy until you're sick. And you do that whether you're an adult or a kid. So it's truly a kid's holiday. And that's what reminds me, like, whenever I think about Halloween, it just reminds me of all the stuff I loved when I was a kid about Halloween. And I think that's what 
draws me to Halloween the most is it reminds me of being a kid. Except, yeah, long-winded I'm, way of fucking saying that. But, but you always uh, freak out on Halloween and end up pulling your hair out. <laughs> <in the> dog. <laughs> no, that one time is just so. First off. We're going to talk about our normal kind of bullshit, uh, which we've already but done we're for gonna a, make it a Halloween. Centric. But we're going to be getting spooky. We're going to talk about some Halloween stuff very soon. But uh, first off, you said you have a clip that you made about women swooning over you oh, that yeah. you want to share oh. with us. Oh, fuck. Uh, well, why don't you go ahead and pull that up. In the meantime, I'm going to share a little bit that we kind of talked about a week ago, and you said you have something to expound on it, so we're not going to play the recording of it. I'm just going to say it. A uh, little new segment that I came up with called Mark is a Terrible Person. And I have, yes, I have <laughs> something that I can re- re- rebound with. Yes. Oh. So, Mark is a Terrible Person, and this is going to be me taking an opportunity to talk about the terrible things that I can't stand that make me a terrible person. Yes. Uh, this today's topic is crippled people on the subway. <laughs> so tell me about the crippled people on the subway. So I usually when I'm trying to commute or whatever, I'm I'm you know I you know I'm pretty rushed. I want to get to where I'm going, and and generally the MBTA in Boston is pretty bad. And uh, I'll wait. I don't like to take the crowded trains. You know, I, I don't do well in crowds. So there are times <laughs> no like my so I love it when a subway car pulls up and it's it's empty and or fairly empty and there's not a ton of people on the platform with me and I'll wait for those like if I have to. And then I see it pull up and I go to get on it and then a person in a wheelchair and, rolls and I, up to I'm the door. And I can't get up. <laughs> and nothing pisses me off more because here I am all set to get on the train, and I'm looking for them like, okay, good. Train's making good time. It doesn't have a lot of people. But then this fucking cripple rolls up, because now it's a whole fucking process. I'm falling, and I can't get up. Because they roll up to the door and wait for the... Up. Yeah. They roll up to the to the door, and they have to wait for the for the driver of the train to notice them there. And then the driver of the train has to peel their fat ass out of their driver's seat, waddle themselves down through the train to get out of the train, to go over, and this is specifically on the green line, because actually on the orange line, it's not that big a deal because it's all level. But on the green line, they have to get out, and they have to go over to the side of the door, and there's a little key thing that they they plug in and then this ramp slowly comes out this is a song called roll up by the way (laughs) uh this ramp slowly rolls out and then goes down so that the person in the wheelchair can slowly roll themselves onto the train and then the conductor the train driver pushes the button again and the ramp slowly raises back up and slowly recedes into the train and then the conductor the train driver waddles their fat ass back to the driver's seat sits down and drives the train away and this is a whole fucking process that you know has to be done to get these people on the train and then again when they get to their destination which more often than not is one fucking stop you're on wheels already just roll down the fucking street wow what if it's hot or cold ask me and i'll fucking help you (laughs) just push you down the hill it's not a fucking problem anyway so it just fucking nothing makes the commute slower and unnecessarily so than the whole process of wheelchair people having to ride the fucking train and that concludes my rant about what makes me a terrible person your rebuttal you are definitely a terrible person (laughs) you're a much worse person than i am mine's a business thing (laughs) well you said you have a rebuttal or is this this no it's not a rebuttal to your thing it's it's it's, my own terrible person story so it's a follow-up so now we're on to jackson is a terrible person yes 
Yeah, that was supposed to be a squeaky wheel. It sound. sounds like somebody's slowly stepping on a hamster over and over That's again. That's exactly <laughs> what it sounds like. So my story <laughs> is um. <laughs> Picturing like like a hamster as like a guitar kick or whatever the the, the pedal and just pushing it. It was a squeaky toy, yes. So anyway, your story. Oh, I used to love this song, by I the way. Love, of course you did. <laughs> so a couple weeks ago, when I was really. Um, Clean my room until I got so I was really yeah. broke, right? And um, <laughs> I asked my guy if he would for if he would front me. That's what it's called in the business. Uh, you know, it's called everywhere. Front me with a weed, and he said yes, right? Put it on my tab. This is on a Tuesday. I told him I would get him back on Friday. <laughs> I will gladly pay you on Tuesday for a joint today. <laughs> no, I will gladly pay you on Friday for some weed today. <laughs> you are the weepy of the weed world. So. <laughs> now, mind you, this guy, he's never not had weed when I needed it. Mm -hmm. Ever, ever, ever. He's a reliable drug dealer. Very reliable. That's what you want in your drug dealer. Except for when I don't have money. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, then I ain't got no weed. Well, he said yes. Good. And then he's like, all right, but I'm waiting for a shipment. So I can't, I don't have it right now. <laughs> well, though, when will you have it? Uh, I don't know. When's your next payday? Exactly. <laughs> it was pretty much that. So he said the next day, the next day, I, or uh, next, you know, next couple hours, he's like, all right, I'll let you know when he gets here. And uh, obviously he never let me know when he got there. <laughs> That's called blowing you he off. He blew me off in the day. I called him the next day. He said, yeah, yeah, okay. I still haven't gotten it yet. I'll let you know. <laughs> Text me like three hours later. Okay, I got it. It's some good shit. Blah, blah, blah. Okay, where are you? Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Text me back when he gets home. Now, he works around here, but he lives far away. Mm -hmm. Like 40 miles. They'd be like 30 miles away. I'm not driving down there. No. And he told me he was at home. He's like, come here. Bye. Hey, come yeah. out of here. Hey. And have you ever been to his house? No. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck no. And so... uh he doesn't, uh, so obviously I didn't go. So then comes, um, Thursday, right? Mm hmm This is two days. This started on Tuesday. Tuesday. Thursday, I texted him. I said, hey, so you around, bro? He was around. I didn't say anything about fronting me. You know, he, I, I thought that he remembered our deal. Mm -hmm. I figured he remembered our deal. I get to him. I say, hey, I don't, I, you know, I don't have the money. I'll give it to you tomorrow. And he was all like, you know, <laughs> he gave it to me. And that he, I got back to him tomorrow, and I paid him off, and we're all good. But am I a bad person because I did that? <laughs> uh, you're not a bad person. You're just a, a I pretty mooch. much forced him into doing the favor that he said he was going to do for me three days later yeah. or earlier. You're a mooch. That's all. No, he's a, I know he's a businessman, <laughs> but I'm a businessman, too. I'm trying to smoke for as cheap as I can, man. You know? That doesn't make you a businessman that makes you a customer. Well, I'm a customer who's fucking You're not, you're not wheeling and dealing with your drug dealer. You're trying to score free drugs because you're broke. It wasn't free. It was not free at all. Well, I mean, you pay later. Yes. You're, you're, you're starting to start a tab with a drug dealer. I always start a tab with him. That's the thing. <laughs> it just pissed me off that he, he said, if you're going if you, if to blow me off for three days, just say no I in think, the beginning. I think the fact that you're angry about it and feel indignant about it is what makes you a bad person. <laughs> The act itself makes you a scummy person. The being indignant about it is what makes you a bad okay, person. Okay, so we've come to the conclusion that we're both bad people then. <laughs> oh, I am an absolute, like, I am going to burn in hell uh, 
to a crisp. I don't know. I couldn't think of anything better than that. But yeah, yeah, that wasn't good. No, shut up. <laughs> anyway, um, do you have a clip to play for us, or are we going to move on with our lives? What's the clips? No. The girls. Oh, the girl. I'm yeah. liking you. Yeah. The thing you were supposed to be looking up. I had. Were... A, I, I brought it. Up. I forgot what we were talking about. So this is what happened at work. Yeah. So I was texting you. You were texting me about this oh, yesterday, oh, Friday. Oh no. Yeah. Save it. Okay. Whoa. So can you re- can you repeat what you just uh, screamed across the room to me, please? Yeah, Jackson, your hair looks so good. Yeah. Jackson, you look like a dreamboat. I, oh, I am a dreamboat. It's. <laughs> It, it begins the dream boat. Like <laughs> I, I don't know what I'm going to do next, but no. But there was definitely two women dreaming about me. It, it, it wasn't. It wasn't just one of the voiceover guys doing impressions. Nope. Hot, hot chick, hot, hot executive <laughs> assistant. Now this is the thing. You you told me they were talking about you at the end of the uh, you know at the end of the room or whatever, and then you sort of like blushed and then made your way out. You didn't tell me you went up and sort of interviewed them about it. No, I blushed and made my way out after I interviewed. You interviewed them about, them about it. it. You went back and you because <laughs> Mike goes, "Oh, you should record that for the radio." I'm like, "Nah," and I'm like, "Yes." So who were these ladies? One of them is the executive assistant for the uh, the president of the, of the of our region. Mm-hmm. She's married, I think, okay. and she, but she's really hot. And then the other girl—I don't know who she is—but she was hot too. Good. Yes. <laughs> Wait, so was this like in the like was this in a meeting or no? This is in our big. So I had to take a picture for work uh, for uh, corporate to okay. put in some website kind of thing, and she is the one who coordinated the picture. The first girl oh, okay. I'm talking so to. So this is like a bio thing, like yes. Put your and then bio the, up on so the, the second girl I'm talking to is the one who took the picture, right? Okay. So we take the picture, and they're both like, oh, you look so cute. And I'm smiling. I'm doing goofy <laughs> shit, blah, blah, blah. We go back, and um, I'm like, all right, thank you. And I'm leaving for the day. And I'm, I'm gather- gathering my stuff at my desk. And I look across the room, maybe like, I don't know, 100 feet away. And I see them standing up, looking at me, <laughs> pointing at me, and laughing, and catching me catch them. So Jen, the first girl, yells across the room. She goes, yeah, that's right, Jackson. We're talking about how dreamy your new haircut looks. I'm like, whoa, hey, Well, no. in that context, it sounds like they were talking shit about you and then realized that you caught them. And no, no, no. <laughs> watching your face fall as I start to say no, that. No, because like, they were smiling. No, they were smiling. <laughs> like, so that's when I walked up to them, and I was like, hey, can I record you saying that? Hold on, yeah, save it. Okay. Whoa. So can you, re- can you repeat what you just uh, screamed across the room to me, please? Yeah, Jackson, your hair looks so good. Yeah. Jackson, you look like a dreamboat. I, oh, I am a dreamboat. It's, it, it begins, the dreamboatness. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what I'm going to do next, but and this is a good Friday for me. Yeah, keep it going. You look great. Thank you. Uh, I love it. <laughs> good job and this is all from just showering once in your life no I, I, I got a haircut and a shave but you like texted me and you're like I gotta groom myself more often I like this that's what I meant by groom myself <laughs> not showering you dummy uh, anyway. I shower every day well you've always been my dream boat Jackson well yeah I you know what? When you said you were doing a photo shoot, it immediately popped into my head that episode of News Radio when Lisa got the award and oh, she goes yeah. to do the photo shoot and they're doing the funny hats and stuff. I think that that was what you were doing. Jimmy James was on an episode of Night Court recently. Uh, I love uh, I love uh, Stephen Root. Yes. He's amazing. He is great in everything he's in. There's a lot of people on Night Court. Night Court's an old show. 
It was a good show, though. It's very good, Jackson. <laughs> and this concludes our segment of Jackson State's Things. <laughs> <laughs> there was like a Larry lot of King. people on Night Court. I'm like, Night Court's an old show. I'm like Larry <laughs> King just stating the obvious. Larry Night King Court was to, on TV. He had a radio show, and he had a, a, a fucking um, uh, newspaper, like opinion piece in like national newspapers every week where he just stated shit, random shit, just like that. <laughs> just things that... Night Court's an old show. <laughs> it's like... <laughs> Candy bars are smaller now. I wear suspenders because belts. I just don't <laughs> like them. <laughs> the internet is a thing. <laughs> so like, or like John Madden, where he like he's like, you know, what they gotta do is they gotta run the ball from one end to the other end of the field and get it across the get it across the goal line, and that's how they're gonna score a point in this game. It's like, thank you, thank you very much. I tell you, Jim. <laughs> If this team scores more than the other points, more points than the other team, then they win. <laughs> They'll win, and that's a great strategy. Anyway, all right, so now that we've got that clip out of the way, let's talk about spooky shit. Because it's Halloween, it's right Halloween. around the corner. And my life has been filled with decorations and horror movies. And let's start off real quick by Jackson. Tell us what is your favorite horror movie of all time? Mm, that's a good question. My favorite horror movie of all time is um, you're going to not like this, probably. <laughs> It's What Lies Beneath with Harrison Ford and Michelle Pfeiffer. I don't think I've never actually seen that one. It's very good. It's very fucking it creepy. It sounds like a uh, it sounds like a romance novel movie. It's not though. It's great. It's really what creepy. Lies it's a, um I don't know if I should go into the plot. I don't Why? think anybody cares. <laughs> How isn't the movie like over 10 years old? Yes. Yeah, spoilers are not a thing. No, it's not a spoiler, but I don't think anybody... Okay, what it's uh, these uh, well, Harrison Ford and uh, Michelle Pfeiffer or Pfeiffer. Pfeiffer. <laughs> Pfeiffer. Um Michelle Pfeiffer see, starts seeing a ghost around their lake house. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, see, as soon as it starts to be like, she starts seeing a ghost around her lake house. Like, immediately kind of lose my interest. And Harrison Ford's a professor at a school, uh, one of the local colleges, and turns out... Are they, they married or something? Yes, they are married. And are they, turns have, out, are they and, have a distant relationship? No, they... And she and Michelle Pfeiffer finds a newspaper article about this chick that died that looks just like the ghost that she's seeing, and it turns out she's one of the Harrison Ford students, and he was bonking her, and... The ghost is after revenge. Oh, so this is like a lifetime movie. Yeah, kind of. But it was an awesome fucking really <clears throat> creative. It scared the shit out of me back then. It scares the shit out of me now. I think about it every time I look into a steamy mirror. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'd probably say my favorite horror film is Evil Dead. Really? Like, really, the Evil Dead franchise. It's not really but, a horror uh, film. It's more of an uh, action zombie. No, film. you're thinking Army of Darkness. And maybe the TV series Ash versus the Evil Dead. No, I guess yeah, Evil. But if you watch the original Evil Dead, have you seen the original Evil Dead? No. Because in that well, one, yes, yes, I have. Bruce yes. Campbell isn't even really the hero in that one. He's just the last guy to die. He gets run over at the end. Have you ever seen Dead Alive? I love Dead Alive. <laughs> yes. Actually, I got to get that because I don't think my wife has seen it, and I got to show it to her. Eric Lyons had that on VHS, and my VH my VCR ate it up and and, and <laughs> fucking it and he it, you know I mean like it fucked up the tape. No, I know. I yeah. get what you mean, but it I like fucking the way you pissed said him it. off. Well, of course it would. It pissed me off. He knows a Peter Jackson film. Is that you know? It's Peter Jackson. No shit. Peter Jackson was a big horror movie guy uh, back before he started doing like Lord of the Rings and shit. Yeah, and you know what? Yeah, I was watching a Peter Jackson film earlier this week. I forget what it was, but it was a horror film. Yeah, he did a lot of weird ones back in the day when he was still in New Zealand, like full time, before he started like working for American Studios, producing huge blockbusters. But uh, yeah, Dead Alive is actually in America. It's called Dead Alive. In New Zealand, it's called Brain Dead. Mm. 
That's but a better name for it. It's a fantastic it. movie. <laughs> Why wouldn't they call it uh, Branded Here? They always fucking change. I think half the time they change names in American uh, versions of stuff just because they have to just be American about it. Like, we love to change the names of shit. We change the names of immigrants that came through here on Ellis Island, and we change the names of movies just for the fuck, the fuck of it. Hey, man, the <clears throat> Godfather, that's why their name's Corleone. Because it got changed at Ellis Island? Yeah, because he's from Corleone, Italy. Because you can't, yeah, they either, like, they couldn't pronounce the shit. It's like, ah, you're Smith now. Because <laughs> we don't, we don't <laughs> yeah. handle people who aren't no, British Europeans. What, t- what town they were from. No, well, it, they, whatever. Sometimes. It's, sometimes it's where they came from. Sometimes it's just whatever their name sounds like. Or sometimes it's just, fuck it, I don't feel like saying that today, so it's going to be uh, Phillips. Yeah. Whatever fucking I feel like doing. Because it's literally what it was. It's basically whatever the person who was filling out your records felt like doing that day. Okay, that you're was getting the political. <laughs> these I mean, are it's not really for, political. These are fights for people in the 50s. <gasps> it's not really political. It's more of... Anyway. Um, but yeah, like, you know, Evil Dead. And I, I, Brain... Um, bleh, Dead Alive, I feel like, is in the same vein as Evil Dead, really. Definitely. It's, that, it's just sloppy, gore... Whack shit, fucking! Oh, I love it. It's so great. I love shit like that. So yeah. Anyway, so what lies beneath is my favorite horror movie. Well, it's, it sounds more like more like a like a psychological thriller. Oh god damn it! Whatever. <laughs> What's your favorite? Like like, are you into slashers at all? Yeah, I like Scream a lot. Yeah, Scream's a good one. I love Scream actually, and I know what you did last summer. One and two were fucking awesome. Yeah, those were good. And it, yeah, maybe it's. It, I mean. Okay, you know, I don't know if it's because they were, they were... I do know it's because I was like 14, 15, 16, 17 when they yeah. came out. You know, I was in that that fucking... I was at that age where everything that comes out is awesome at that point. Yeah. You, you know, know honestly, I was, I was just saying, I've been thinking about it this week. Like, I feel like the late 90s and early 2000s was a really good time for horror movies, particularly, like, specifically like franchise horror movies because that's when we got like Halloween H2O which was pretty cool that's when we got um uh, what was it uh, you know the 90s was when we got the whole Scream series and fucking uh you know I know what you did last summer like it was a lot of these like slasher films in the vein of what was happening in the early in the late 70s and throughout the 80s but it had more self-awareness of it to to be cooler yeah. so, like you look at like you could like Nightmare on Elm Street series, you know, the first, the first like two are really cool. And then as it goes on, you get into like Dream Warriors territory. And next thing you know, it's like the fucking, it's the Avengers versus Freddy Krueger with like superhero teenagers with psychic powers. It just starts to get yeah, really Yeah, I never even got that far <clears throat> in that series. <laughs> yeah, no, it's like when they did like the Dream Warriors thing. And then there was like this whole segment where like Freddy Krueger's trying to like, you know, steal someone's kid so he could be reborn into him and all that kind of weird stuff. But then you get into the 90s and they do New Nightmare and that movie was fucking awesome and then of course you got Freddy vs. Jason in the early 2000s and that movie was fucking awesome really? and you have, I never saw that one you never saw Freddy vs. Jason? no no and that was another great one because so they did Freddy vs. Jason basically exactly what you think it is and then they were going to do a sequel to it Freddy vs. Jason vs. Ash from Evil Dead <clears throat> Freddy vs. Jason had a great soundtrack on it yes it did and here's another one that had a, uh, as I showed this to Amory I think last Bracky. year go ahead um, uh, Bride of Chucky which oh, came yeah. out around the same time, and that had a fucking kick-ass soundtrack. Because I was, I showed it to Anne Marie. I think it was last year for the first time she'd ever seen it. She said, "How the fuck did I miss this? This is awesome." And that one has one of my favorite deaths in it because a guy, they 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 pull over to the side of the road, and the guy gets freaked out, and he like tries to back away from these the people, the killers, and he ends up getting hit by a truck, and you just see him explode. And the worst part is, is they cut that out of all the TV versions of it, so you can only see it in like a DVD version. But <clears throat> yeah, I never awesome. actually saw the movie. Oh, you should. It's very good. Got Rob Zombie in the soundtrack. Does it really? Oh yeah. 
I can't now we can't I can't find any good uh songs from it on YouTube. <laughs> they're actually supposed to be doing a new Chucky, I think. Yeah, they're redoing the original Child's Play, which I don't know how I feel about that. As long as I mean, I will say as long as they keep um what's his face as the voice of Chucky. How do you feel about Chucky? I love Chucky. Chucky's great. From back in the day. Like I mean I never I haven't watched it recently. I know it's really cheesy shit. I mean it's always that's the thing. Like Chucky's always been cheesy. Like Chucky was cheesy from the beginning because he's like that's this an is ad, not sorry. scary to me. No. Well, it's scary to me, but... Yeah, it's scary to you. <laughs> Imagine oh, no. hitting a baseball in front of people. <laughs> the crack of the bat. The roar of the crowd. Oh, my God, I'm wetting my pants. That was a good uh, news radio reference. <laughs> Phil Hartman. I love little boys. <laughs> <laughs> what are we Did, listening to? Uh, have you ever seen Dracula 2000? No. This Actually, is, I, I, I'm aware of it, and I, but I've never this watched is, it. My favorite Pantera song was a song that came out on that album. It's not on any other Pantera album. But they did it for that sound. They did yes. it for that movie, yeah. It's called Avoid the Light. This is it. It's fucking awesome. That sounds like a good song for a Dracula. It's amazing. Anyway. Yeah, a lot of times they, uh, they actually, and I discovered this fairly recently, is I guess what they'll do is they'll approach bands or anybody to do a song for a soundtrack to kind of flesh it out. It's not even a song that's going to be in the movie. It's just when they release the, the soundtrack, they need something to flesh it out. So they, they put stuff on it. Like There's um, a lot of good stuff on this soundtrack, too. It was with uh, that black chick. Who played her? Um, Aaliyah, maybe, played her? <laughs> yeah, I think so. Wait, no, you're thinking, you're thinking about... Um, not Dracula 2000, but you're thinking about Queen of Darkness. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, Dracula 2000 is what I'm thinking of, though. Yeah. Great movie. No, I mean, great soundtrack. <laughs> but it was like, because I, I um, you know, Brendan Small, the creator of Metalocalypse. Yes. So uh, he had done a song before he did Metalocalypse uh, called uh, Hatred Copter, and he had been approached by the makers of the movie Saw to do, they just said, can you do a song for us for one of the Saw movies for the soundtrack? And so he did this kind of goofy metal song about a guy who flies a helicopter that's for killing people. Uh-huh. <laughs> By the way, did you watch that Metallica video, the parking lot video thing I sent you on no. Facebook? No. Brendan I... Small was part of that. Metallica did a whole fucking like animation video. Uh, was that the thing? I put it on your Facebook. I... You know, listen, I'm going to get into some, some backstory of Truman Highway right now. Okay. Because that's what this music does to me. Alright. So... We're going to listen to this. Wait, I love that. I like that. What's happening there? Where he's like, avoid the light. Hold on. Avoid the light. Yeah, it's a good song. But listen to this. So the guitar solo coming up right here is a uh, inspiration for a guitar. Because of the bass line in the guitar solo, it's an inspiration for a guitar-based uh, kind of breakdown that Eric and I came up with for a song called Through It All, which was fucking awesome. I love that. I like that song. So I'm going to play the... This is the inspiration for it. And this is my favorite guitar solo ever. Yeah. 
I would think that it was just a really well-produced Truman Highway song. Yeah, right? It sounds very truman So I don't know if that's a compliment to you guys or an insult to Pantera, but it's something to somebody. Yeah, well, it's exactly what we're going for. You know, to kind of bring it back to spooky stuff. I remember like, when you guys were well, no, but when you guys were doing the band, and I first started like hanging around and like making stuff for you guys. One of the things I always wanted to do, and I kind of started writing it, but I never finished it. But <clears throat> was uh, I wanted to do a comic book of you guys like Scooby Doo style solving a mystery <laughs> before you go and play a show? Didn't you do that? No, I, you I drew did. a bunch of like I did a bunch of like guess like you could call for lack of a better term concept art about it. But I never actually wrote anything down. I told you the story a couple times, I think. The idea that, like, you guys go to, like, a dive bar to play a show, but then your show's canceled because there's, like, a demon haunting the bar. And then uh, you have to, like, try to unmask the villain. And then it was at the end it was going to be revealed to be Lars Ulrich, but I couldn't remember some some douchey thing because at the time I was still kind of, like, you know, butthurt about them being all pissy about Napster. Oh, you little bitch. Hey, fuck you. I want my music and I want it for free. Especially back when I was a poor teenager. I don't think there's on this or not, but... I don't care. Let's get the talk over. Yes, it is. Let's get the lyrics. No. That's a good... That's <laughs> <laughs> That's a good hit the post. Hey, let's see if there's lyrics. Nope. <laughs> that's where they would have been. <laughs> oh, that's fantastic. So, um, more spooky shit. Let me ask you. What is the scariest thing that's ever happened to you? Like, is anything weird or paranormal ever happened to you? Um, Everybody's got one. Were you with us in the fair, in the Fairview Cemetery? It was me, Kalen, and other people. I don't know who all were there. So, I was not there for the first time. I know what you're talking about. I was not there for the incident to which you were referring, but you yeah. guys dragged me back there after the fact. You heard to a tell scream. Me about it. Yeah. It, I don't even know how to... It was a, the scream of a beast of some kind. Yeah. And then... I've had a couple of weird things happen to me at your mom's house. Like, I one time woke you up... You never told me this. I think I did. I woke up to somebody whispering my name in the living room. I was sleeping on the couch, and I woke up to somebody going, like, Jackson, wake up. Like, it was fucking creepy. And oh. you woke up, and there was woke nobody up, in the nobody room. Nobody in the room. Nobody. Everybody was outside, I think. Interesting. It was one of the parties that you had. Yeah. That's a lot of parties. So this is the part that was inspired by that song. Oh man, I don't know if there's a solo in this. There should be. No, there should be a guitar solo happening over this. But, but this is a cool. I figures all you'd have is the bass solo. Yeah. <laughs> it's a, it's a cool bass line. Um, is that the only spooky thing that's ever happened to you at my mom's house? Uh, that I can remember, yeah. Um, I've always kind of thought my mom's house might be mildly haunted. I'm sure it is. Like, like, cause, so here's an interesting story when I was a kid, and this was like way oh, long ago. I have another one too that, and, uh, okay, just remember, no, you go doorknob. Ahead. You just tell me the story. Okay, fine. <laughs> I was in my <laughs> weird fucking mysteries. Just tell me the fucking story. I was in my aunt's old house, um, when I lived in my aunt's house on top of Warren Ave. Yeah. And, um, it's. And my room was the, the room my grandmother died in. <laughs> yes, I remember you telling me that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and um, I had a girl there. Uh, who did I have with me? Uh, Jess. I had Jess with me. <laughs> <laughs> That's a and, fucking um, scary thing on its own. Yeah, but. she was a scary one. And I went down to get some, like, water for us or something. Yeah. And I came back, and the door was closed. And I, I go to um, turn the knob, and 
something was turning it opposite of the way I was turning it and pulling the door so I could not, or pushing the door so I could not open it. Open it, yeah. And uh, I tried to open it a couple turns and then it didn't happen. I stopped for a second, then I tried again. I open it and she's in bed watching TV. And I go, what, what, were you fucking with me there? And she had no idea what I was talking about. <laughs> so your grandmother doesn't want any fucking hanky-panky in the room where she yeah. fucking died, you fucking animal. What yeah, the hell's wrong with you? It <laughs> it's like, yeah, it's like, hey, baby. My grandmother died in this room. Yeah, that was scary. <laughs> well, I'll tell you. So when I was a kid, and this was a long time ago, because this is back when my, my dad still lived with us, like before my parents divorced. And I think it was just me and James. I don't even think Janine had been born yet. but Or if she did, she was a little baby. My sister. <clears throat> but James and I shared the same room. And we had our beds set up in this way where it's like a square room. And when you walk in, James's bed is directly in front of you. And my bed is is to the left. So they're sort of like the corners of the bed touched, right? Yeah. Can like you picture kind of that? kitty quarter. <clears throat> yeah. So one night I woke, I was woken up by someone tickling my feet. Oh. Like violently tickling. Not not like aggressive, but like like really like it, I somebody was tickling my feet. It was not a light brush of like a cat's tail or something like that. Like it was, I could feel fingertips pressing against my foot and it was hard enough that it actually woke me up and made me like retract my feet. Like in that way you do if you got woken up by having your feet tickled. And I found was, one of the lyrics. <clears throat> good. But uh, there was nobody there at the foot of my bed. That's creepy My brother shit. was fucking passed out. I even snuck into my parents' room because that is the kind of thing my dad might do to fuck with me. And my parents were dead asleep. It reminds me of the Three Stooges when uh, they're in the train and the lion from the circus keeps licking their feet. Yes. <laughs> maybe there's a lion under my bed? Is that your yeah, theory? <laughs> um, and I, I have no idea what that could have been. But uh, even like my brother Patrick actually still lives in that room. And he, I mean, he's weird. Maybe he's possessed. lack of a better word, maybe. Um, <laughs> but he's, he's kind of alluded to the fact that he thinks that there's something going on in that room. But I've never really poked him for details about it but um i will say that when i was a kid after i moved out of that bedroom i would often have dreams like any dream literally any dream i had as a kid where i would be walking through my mom's house like you know you have dreams where like you know you're hanging out with your friends and yeah. you go running down the stairs from your room because you're going outside or something just a dream about a normal day but in these dreams which have nothing to do with my old bedroom anytime i passed my old bedroom I would get the sense that there was like a blackness in the wall, uh, like along a, a one side of the wall of the room. So you picture like, I can actually remember perfectly one of these dreams where it was just a, it's a dream about me like going to school in the morning and I'm just dreaming about myself going down because I was on the third floor at the time. So I'm going down the stairs and I have to pass the doorway of my old room and nothing of the dream has anything to do with anything spooky in my old room. But in that moment that I pass the doorway to my old room, I just see this sort of blackness and sense this, this, thing darkness there <clears throat> nothing particularly I, it's never really as me, like malevolent but just sort of like an something entity <laughs> something and uh it's weird it's just i've always gotten that feeling from that room but uh i'd say the scariest thing that ever happened to me when i was a kid was uh one night i woke up uh and it's actually kind of two two parts of this but one night i woke up in the middle of the night and i was i had gone to bed normally I woke up in the middle of the night. My bed was freshly made, and my lamp was on, and I was sleeping on top of the covers. And I knew I had been, like, tucked in, under the covers, lamp off. Hmm. Well, maybe your mom did it or something. <clears throat> well, well, here's the thing. Why my, the lamp be on? My mom wasn't home. 
uh, my great grandmother was was babysitting us at the time, and I thought maybe my nanny had made my bed in the middle of the night because <laughs> she's like old school. But then I'm like, nanny's not capable of lifting me because I was a big boy. <laughs> <laughs> you, you still are a big boy. I'm surprised anybody could lift me when I was a baby. And then the uh, you know a few years later. A similar thing happened where I went to bed in my room, perfectly normal, woke up in the middle of the night, guess where I was? Where? I was sleeping. I was laying on the floor in my brother's room, downstairs in my old room. And That's I have no idea how weird. I got there. Well, I have no idea how I got there. I wake up on the third floor. I mean, I, I go to bed on the third floor. I wake up on the floor on the second floor. Turns out I'm a sleepwalker. I am too. I, one time I got dressed and almost went out and my mom found me at the top of the stairs completely dressed. It's like I'm about to walk down the terrifying. stairs. Yeah. Think about it. like I would be scared shitless if I was my mom. <laughs> but, um, you know, because I, I was confused about that. So the night I woke up in my brother's room, so I asked my mom the next day, I'm like, well, it's, well why was I working in James's room, James and Patrick's room? And, and she goes, oh, well, I, I heard you come down the stairs. So I'm like, oh, all right. So, but then there's a weird thing because then I remembered back to the night that I woke up and my bed was made. So that means that I'm a sleepwalker. <laughs> But all I do is I make my bed. How <laughs> or creepy I go sleep would that somewhere be to walk in uh, and see you fucking... Uh, Making my bed in yeah. a trance? Yeah, I'd be pretty fucking terrified. Um, <laughs> so it's not quite scary as it is fucking stupid, but uh, there is there is something spooky in my mom's house, but like mildly spooky. Because I think my, my siblings have similar stories to the one that I shared, but I, I can't think of any at the moment. <clears throat> well, that's good, good preparation for the show then. <laughs> yes, shut the fuck up. I will. I do remember the one time um, Kalen dragged you and I to the uh, a tomb in the cemetery in Dedham. Yeah. You remember that one? Yes. And it was like it had the name Lutz on it, which I found interesting at the time. You guys didn't know it, but the, um, the family from uh, the Amityville, Amityville Horror, Amityville, yeah. which wasn't their actual yeah, name because they were all fucking. It wasn't their actual name, but it was it was the name they used in the thing. Did you hear that? Yes. Sorry, you're afraid of the dark. <laughs> oh man, that brings back so many creepy I memories. I love that fucking show. Well, I'll tell you that actually. Well, let me finish the thing first. So she had dragged us to that tomb because you remember she told us like, you know, it's like it's haunted. She was telling us it was haunted and um, she wouldn't really go into details until we got there. And I was all set to like ghost hunt because you know me, I'm always big. I've always yes. been a big paranormal guy. <clears throat> and we get there and I'm like, all right, can you tell us the fucking case now? And I'm being all professional about it. And she's like, yeah. So what they say is that if you go up to the gate and you look in and you repeat this phrase three times, uh, you'll see a ghost. And I immediately was like, Ugh. oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We, yeah. We did it, though. We did. But I was saying from the beginning, that's an urban legend. It's not a fucking ghost case because anything that requires you to, like, participate like that. It's just something to scare people. But we did it. It was creepy as shit. Yeah, it's creepy because you believe that you stand in front of a mirror and say Bloody Mary three times. You're going to get yourself worked up because because anything like that, the whole the whole thing, it's a game that you get yourself spooked because you're performing an action that promises that something scary is going to happen after the fact. So yeah. now it's the do I have the guts to actually go through with it thing, which, you know, it gets you worked up and excited. But it's not actual like actual ghosts don't work that way. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, any. Anybody saying they know how actual ghosts work sound as stupid as the people talking about the the, uh, the fucking uh, urban legends. Well, let me put it this way, because ghosts are people, right? Maybe. All right. People don't perform actions based on puzzles, right? Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. Because do the, they? It's the thing. Sam, it's like, I am. <laughs> it's the thing of like you think that like like ghosts are like special, but they're not. They're, if they're if ghosts are real, then they're just people, and they would therefore function like people. Oh, did I tell you about the Freddie Mercury <clears throat> thing? 
about you dressing as Freddie Mercury yeah, for they Halloween. Want me to dr- I'm going to dress as Freddie Mercury for the ZLX Halloween party. And, and then try to like summon him. his ghost yes. inside of you? Some kind of epic dance fucking thing with everybody. It's going to be epic, though. Because I, I, I can guarantee you, if there's a ghost that you would want to get to come inside you, it would probably be Freddie Mercury. Boom, boom. <laughs> <laughs> uh, your yeah. mom would hate that joke. Yes, she would. But she's going to be my dressing consultant. Because your mom is... This is the funniest thing about your mom that I find, because I love your mom, and she's such a sweet woman, but she's such a huge Queen fan. And I always assumed that she was just an old-school holdover from when she was a teenager, and like Queen was like... She probably like saw Queen perform every time they came to Boston. Yeah, no, but she, no, she's she only been a Queen them. fan for like the last 20 years. Yeah. The last like five... Six, when, when she discovered YouTube, she discovered Queen. <laughs> <laughs> so her love of Queen is only as old as YouTube. Yeah. <laughs> One hundred percent. She had no idea about them. That's so. It's just. It's very funny. She's got good taste, but you know, yeah. I don't know where she was for the the previous forty years. All right. Well, everybody, I guess we're gonna close things out because unless you wanted to talk about more stuff, I, I thought I thought it was a good time to end. No, I think it's fine. We we'll, start divulging into my mom being a queen fan. <laughs> we yeah. So happy Halloween, everybody. All right. So. Here's all the crap that stuff we need you to do is uh, just go to WCWJMPod.com and uh, go there and subscribe to the show. And hey, we're going go to uh, we're gonna go to Spooky Halloween World tomorrow. Yeah, maybe we'll record some stuff there. We will record have fun some with stuff. It. Um, and you can follow Jackson on JacksonWTLX on Twitter. You can follow me on Twitter at MARZ85, Mars85 on Twitter. So WCWJMPod.com, just go there. That's all that nonsense is. Don't go to fucking Facebook and all that bullshit anymore. That stuff is bullshit. What? Fucking no, fuck selling that. our what? shit. What do you mean? What? It's all on the website. They can find that stuff on the website, but I don't even think we need to push, push them directly to all that kind of crap. Nobody cares. That's how we communicate with people. I suppose. Follow me on on Instagram at agentmark85 <laughs> because that's the only fucking social media I use anymore. But anyway, that's it. Everybody, go home. You're drunk. You can't stay here, but you can't go home. <laughs>